There's this place you should go to on the weekends. Do you know it? Yeah, I know some places, but I don't know what place you are talking about. What do you mean, man? It's the only place to go on the weekends. No, no, no. There are many, many places to go on weekends. On the what weekend. places are you thinking of? I'm thinking of Teotihuacan, Xochimilco, uh -huh. oh, Valle de Bravo. Mm, uh -huh. What else? La Marquesa. Okay. Anything else? Not really. Well, some other places, but I don't know what place you are thinking, thinking of. I think we should dive in today's episode to know what episode I'm talking about. Okay, let's talk about this. I don't think you're excited enough to talk about this episode today. Let's talk about this. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> Bringing you under the sombrero from the eyes of an American and a Mexican sharing a fresh perspective of Mexico. Hello, my friend. How are things coming along? Oh, man. Things are really busy, but I'm surviving. I'm living. What about you? You are surviving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying, man. Things are getting crazy over here between work and everything and, and social life and trying to maintain this podcast with you. Okay, I'm, I'm glad that you are alive and you're surviving. I'm good. I'm in more than good, not bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate those kind words and motivation. It makes me feel good about myself. But it's crazy to think we're almost uh, 10 episodes deep into this podcast. This is going to be number nine. Yes, number nine. <laughs> we are we're doing this podcast in a good way. I think so. I, I can't agree more. But where is this place that we're talking about? Where is this place? What is this place? Let me guess. Is La Marquesa. <laughs> is it because I already told you the episode we're going to be doing? Yes, it's because of that. <laughs> you couldn't act like you didn't know what place it was. You could have so, like guessed some more. Just like, oh, I don't know what place. <laughs> sorry, I didn't know what place you were talking about. It's Let okay. me do it over. No, Andrew, I don't know what place you are talking about. <laughs> 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 fine, fine. but it is it is the market so like you said but where is this place where is this place this place is just 40 minutes away from the heart of mexico city well it depends uh -huh. the the traffic sometimes you need more time to to go that to that place but usually it's just 40 minutes away from from mexico city so if I run fast enough, I can get there 40 minutes? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just avoid all the traffic. I take a direct route to La Marquesa from Mexico City. Yeah, right. <laughs> what What other ways of transportation, obviously, other than car, are there to get there that you know of? Well, there are some other ways, but it's so difficult because some there are some bus that takes you to that place and also you can take uh, an uber or a taxi but I, I don't think those are good ideas to 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 go to that place it's better if you have a car if you have a friend that has a car <laughs> that's the the best way just trying to say something else uh -huh. just to people to know we mexicans we don't all mexicans have a car so you're not going to take me in your car to la marquesa is that what you're trying to say I'm going to rent a car for you, my friend. <laughs> we can rent a car. You don't have to rent me a car. We can share it. <laughs> cool. It's a deal. 
<laughs> Sounds good to me. So you wouldn't recommend. So if somebody had the options, they were thinking like, okay, I'm gonna go to La Marquesa. I'm staying in Mexico City. The better option is to rent a car than to take a taxi or Uber. You think? Is there any reason behind that? Or well, is I think is that's the best option to go to that place because it's no real in Mexico City where there are where there is public transportation or you can move easily. So it's in between Toluca and Mexico City. Toluca is the the capital of Mexico State, and so mm-hmm. it's right in, in between in that place. So you you need to to have a car. It's just mm-hmm. like living in the suburbs where you want to go to some place. You you need a, a car. That makes sense. It's just like a whole different atmosphere instead of being connected with the city and having the ease of transportation and getting on a subway or or a bus real quickly is is quite accessible. But as you're saying, like in suburbs or maybe even in rural areas, it's quite difficult. But what more can you tell me about this place? Is it is it a popular place to go to? Or yeah, it's it's so popular in in central Mexico because it's close to to Mexico City and it's a national park. It's a national park. I I, I didn't even know that until we were talking about this place because we we were saying oh. What, what can we share in our podcast? And we came with this idea of this place. And you told me this is a national park, my friend. And I said, really? <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure. And you said, yeah, I'm, I'm totally sure about this. And well, this uh-huh. primary name is of this park is Parque Nacional. Insurgente Miguel Hidalgo y Costilla. That's the hmm. the real name. But no nobody knows that we know this place as the name of La Marquesa. It's definitely a lot more simple instead of just saying like the, the tongue twister that you told me. I think it's not very uh, easy for a lot of people to say, or obviously a lot of people don't want to tell you a sentence about a place, but just to say in, in short, yeah, it's kind of funny. We were talking about that, about this place being a national park and us finding out for sure like oh yeah it is a, a national park and you're like hmm i wonder who the mexican is here you told me i'm like stop it just because i know it's a national park doesn't mean anything but how how popular is this place to go to like on a weekend so popular you know is the is the perfect place if you want to escape your daily routine and just mm-hmm. have an, an amazing an amazing day and simply enjoy a little bit of nature. Many Mexicans, we we used to go to that place to enjoy living. <laughs> Do you find like that when you have visited, it sounds like you've gone a lot of times. Have you seen like other international, other foreigners or different people going there other than Mexicans? Or mm, That's a good question because I haven't thought about this, but I think no many international tourists they uh-huh. they used to go to this place i guess you didn't see me when i went <laughs> <laughs> maybe <laughs> when, yeah. do you, uh-huh. but, well I, well, well are for, you trying to remember me I'm, when I'm, I was there? <laughs> i'm trying but uh, what what i can say is that this park is divided divided into into valleys so you you when you visit them you can go to, you can get to know, for instance, the, the Silence Valley 
that's really famous. Also, the Rabbit Valley, Salazar Valley, to, met, to name just a few. Yeah, so there are, it's, it's a big national park. Mm -hmm. So you can go to many places inside La Marquesa. To kind of get into this, because there's a lot to talk about with La Marquesa, can you tell me about like the first, like maybe first experience or an experience that was memorable to you? Like, do you remember that those moments? I, I remember I have some anecdotes, some stories to, to tell you. But the first memory that I have is when I was little because I have some relatives that live nearby Toluca in some little towns. How little were you? Maybe eight, seven oh, wow. years old. I was six years old, seven mm -hmm. years old. And we, we used to visit my relatives we took that road or that highway to Toluca and so I could see people in La Marquesa and just uh -huh. just one time we, we we went there my my mom my dad my grandma my brother and I and we uh -huh. have a, a picnic we was just having some sandwiches and some beverage to stay there. That's my, my, my really first memory that I, I recall. And for the last few years, I've been in La Marquesa with my friends. And that's another story, but it's, that's the first memory that I can recall. I can imagine those were both very different experiences and like special like memories that you have to recall on your childhood about oh man this long ago since the first time that I experienced it and kind of like to reminisce about those times when you were with family and your brother at such a young age I'm sure it was a, a good time in your life yes yes you're correct well yeah yeah right <laughs> some many decades ago <laughs> I don't want to say too many because I know you already know how old that you are. Yeah. <laughs> the senior citizen status. And did you visit this place when you were here in Mexico? I think so. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, I went, the first time I went was actually two years ago. I think it's right around two years ago now, which is pretty crazy to think about. And I can remember it was... I think what I've shared, I haven't really shared anything about this since when we were talking about like our logo behind the name. Yes. That was in episode three, maybe I want to say. And in that episode, I was sharing the first time that I, I had arrived to Mexico. And then the first time I tried a lotes. well, I had stayed with my, with my ex's family for quite some time. They didn't tell me where we were going to be going mm -hmm. this one weekend. It was kind of like a surprise. So I don't remember if it was like a Friday or the night before they told that. Yeah, she told me that we were going somewhere early Saturday morning and I needed to be ready early that day. And I had no idea where we possibly could be going. I had no guesses. So we all got in the car early one Saturday morning or Sunday morning. I can't remember. But I remember like us driving down the highway. Then all of a sudden you start seeing like a bunch of trees and everything. And it gets all really wooded and everything of, of the road and everything. Because literally the elevation starts changing and gets higher. And all the trees are kind of like covering the road going over on, not on the road, but like if you look up, you're seeing trees. Or if you're looking to the side or side of you, you're seeing trees. It's kind of like, I would say it's kind of like a rural area because you're, you're getting outside of 
like you're saying, like outside of Mexico City, you're entering the state of Mexico and it's almost like almost a different world over there. And you're just like 40 minutes away from one of the biggest cities in, in the world and in North America. So to have this experience the first time, it was just like, it was something special, no doubt. Oh my God. I think you have a, you have a really, you had a really good time there. Yeah. I mean, and... I, uh-huh. no, well, go on, please. Okay. Okay. I mean, I haven't even got, got into anything. I was just trying to describe like the journey getting there, but I can remember like when we entered the, the park, I was just like, I wasn't really, I really didn't know what to expect, honestly, because they hadn't told me much. It was more or less like a, a surprise. And like one of the first things I saw was like a zip line running across the park and everything. Cause there's many different parts of the park which I didn't realize the first time when I went there and doing research and you telling me about it, it's just like, I didn't realize that I was only in one part of the park because it makes sense now. But when you're driving down like the, the highway or the road, you can see like different parts of like different go go-kart tracks that I can remember. And I thought there was only one, which was like, you get on some four wheelers, like little four wheelers, and you drive on this old dirt path that eh, probably isn't, the safest but it's a lot of fun i definitely recommend it i <laughs> i almost i almost hurt myself pretty bad actually because this one track they have if you can just imagine like an old beaten up dirt dirt path track and there's like cracks and holes and in the path and everything so it's basically like an oval and the turns are really sharp around it and i decided to take one turn really sharp and i almost flipped right over i it landed on my leg a little bit. It didn't hurt too bad, but it definitely, definitely didn't feel good. So I was trying to be more, more careful after that because I really didn't want to get hurt. There was no reason to get hurt. Yes, I, I am. I'm recalling or remembering all those good moments that I had while mm-hmm. you're telling me all this, all this that you're saying. And yeah, I think that's why many people used to go on weekends. To, the, the, to this place because La Marquesa offers plenty of recreational activities. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we are just in a rush here in Mexico City. You're always in a I rush. I know that, yeah, well, always. I know that all the time I'm saying, yeah, living in Mexico City is so great. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. You are doing so many activities. But I know that sometimes it's stressful, the city. And so going to places like, like La Marquesa is, is completely uh, a really good experience. No, I, I think it's definitely a good option to, to take if you're like stressed out or you, you need like a getaway or like a little vacation. It, it feels like a little vacation because like you're saying the activities you can do, like we haven't even gotten into the other activities. Like I, I mentioned at the beginning, you can go zip lining. I don't know if you've You've done the zip lining, but ah, you're going to make fun of me. No shame, but I didn't do the zip lines because, oh man, that's one of my biggest fears is like heights. I can't. That's one thing I haven't been able to get over. Okay, next time we'll visit this place, we can do it. Eh, maybe, maybe. Have you done any of the horseback riding there? Not yet. Not yet? Not yet. What do you do when you're there? Well, I, I've been <laughs> in, in, the, in the different spaces it's possible to do many or several outdoor activities and as you said you can 
either hiking, fishing, or camping, what, what I usually do is just hang out with my friends. Some, sometime ago, I was working in a company, and there was a time when I went with my colleagues to Toluca for a month. So every single day we were we were going to Toluca and so we, we could see La Marquesa. And so we decided to go there to, mm-hmm. to have some meals and some drinks, something, mm-hmm. n- nothing crazy, nothing crazy. Just... I feel like that's a lie. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying the truth. We, we, we just wanted <laughs> to enjoy our time because um, when you are... In, in the highway or next to the highway, there are many small establishments. Mm-hmm. And so there are people with flags inviting you into the restaurants. And you say, we said, why not? Because we, we were there and we decided. Made the right to, decision. <laughs> yes, it, it was a really good decision. I think it's one of my, my best decisions I've made in life. <laughs> Wow, that's really profound. <laughs> but I can agree, like some of the food, like I can remember the the first time and only time that I've been there. Definitely will be back with you. But I the first thing that I had when I was there was sopa azteca for the first time, I think, or the second time. I might have had it somewhere else before then. But that that soup, it's Aztec soup, if you translate it, is so good. It has yes. chicharron. Aguacate, crema. I guess we could say tortilla strips in English. Um, yes. I'm not. I can't really describe or remember like the consistency of the soup, but it's like a really good flavor. Yeah, my mouth is already watering. <laughs> Do you know the what makes it red? Okay, the the chili and also tomatoes is because okay. of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the base of soup that's a that's a very dangerous soup like dangerously good why like I, could have, I could have i could eat so many bowls of that it's not even funny because <laughs> i love i love oh i said aguacate i think avocado obviously and it's just the combination of all the different flavors like a lot of these mexican dishes and things like we talked about in the past with like elotes Yes. When you combine these flavors together, you have this something excellent. And this is just another case of combining flavors together and things well known to Mexico. It's just like, oh my gosh, we have another another great thing here that I could literally eat every week. Sin problema without a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And well, I think every well you stop, you taste of the delicious food served in your cabins because next to the highway there are many cabins those kind of restaurants and you can enjoy so many dishes you know mm-hmm. homemade blue corn to- tortillas or green chorizo mm-hmm. before we start this podcast we were talking about green chorizo that is a kind of crazy thing <laughs> uh-huh. that and you make me uh-huh. no go on please no, you make me feel like I haven't been there because I only had red chorizo and it was oh, it was excellent, honestly. Oh, quesadillas de chorizo and tacos de, de chorizo. Oh my goodness. It's like the flavor of it, even though it's like greasy, you know it's greasy. 
but yeah who cares at that point like the flavor and everything is just something very enjoyable and it's just like the experience that you have being in in la marquesa because they're very famous for their chorizo no yes the toluca particularly toluca that's famous for its chorizo but also la marquesa and you can find this kind of chorizo in that place green chorizo and also the the reddish one how do they make the the chorizo green that sounds kind of weird no i don't really know i just talked about this man what are you talking about (laughs) you called me out on the last episode i'm gonna call you out on this episode you just don't want to say the words because you're you don't want to make a mistake yeah but i i i guess they use um, food dying no food not dying not dying food dying <laughs> we gotta leave this this is what <laughs> oh my food ain't dying bro food just die food die <laughs> i know it sounds it sounds very weird to say in in english like food die what what is this man saying like kind of thing if you if you haven't heard of it before it sounds so strange yes <laughs> that they they use that thing I'm, I'm not a, an expert about that, so I, I just can imagine some kind of things they do. But the, the flavor or, or its flavor is really tasty. Quesadillas, mm-hmm. chorizo quesadillas are so, so good. <laughs> I can imagine, like, even though that I've only had red chorizo, I can't imagine the green chorizo is so different in flavor. I'm sure it's pretty similar if it's just, if you're changing, like, I know you're not saying that you're an expert, but maybe there's a difference in a little bit of flavor. But if it's this food dye, it wouldn't change the the integrity or like the the flavor. It wouldn't change the flavor of the tree. So, or maybe the they add something else. Could be that would be something for us to to share or find out in the future. Yes, and and also I think the main dishes of La Marquesa are the local fresh water. trout and the rabbit have you ever what did you just say to me sorry what did you just say to me (laughs) (laughs) yes he said rabbit and trout no it's duck season no it's rabbit season (laughs) duck season rabbit season duck season (laughs) rabbit season (laughs) no i can't believe have you tried rabbit before Yes, yes, I think is really, yeah, in that place and also in other places nearby my my little town where where I grew up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. rabbit is is half. Um, well, rabbit doesn't have a strong flavor or smell. Mm-hmm. Small, smallly like like chicken or well, all people we used to say that ah, any other kind of meat is like chicken. <laughs> Of course, it's so common for people to say like, oh, it just tastes like chicken, but eh, it sounds interesting. Like, I don't know, it, 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 is like the the texture different or not really? Not really the texture, maybe oh. the flavor a little bit. Like a little stronger than chicken, but similar? A, a little bit, but it's so similar. Okay. I feel like for a lot of people, it would be kind of like an exotic dish or something to eat like rabbit or something. Yeah, I think it's, it's kind of exotic. Maybe here in Mexico, it's also exotic. But in, in some towns, no, in big cities, they 
they ate rabbit, they eat some some kind of different meat. Would you ever like bring like maybe one of your friends or something? Would you ever do like a, a barbecue or something at La Marquesa? Or is that something common to do? Like you said earlier that with your family when you were younger, you guys had like a picnic. Yes, I had with my friends, not, not really with my family. We, we just uh-huh. have a picnic. We brought our own food. We didn't prepare anything there. But with uh-huh. my friends, some months ago, we did that. And we also had meals at the restaurants at that place. Yes. Is it better to have like a combo of both? Or what do you think is a better experience? It, for it, someone who's going there the first time maybe it depends because you you need to have some friends they they know how to grill food <laughs> or they're they're a little bit that experts but at the, the same time it's fun because you are joking around you are having a good time and so it's, it's a, a good memory that you can have and on the other hand if you if you don't want to do that and just have food prepared, you can go to a restaurant. So it depends your mood or it depends who you are with. Yeah, it could depend on a lot of the external factors. I mean, I think it would be cool to have like a mixture of maybe have your own like grill and stuff. And then also have some food there if you're spending like the whole day there or maybe the weekend. I haven't had the experience camping or going in cabins or anything, but we just kind of stayed there from, I think it was like 10 a.m. to like 7 a.m. or something. It's a place you can easily spend like a a day at, no? Yes, you can enjoy all day long there with your friends, with your family, with your boyfriend or girlfriend, whoever you are with. (laughs) (laughs) Family. Yeah, your family. Friends. Uh Uh-huh. I've been there some so many times and we we just go there to yes to hang out. No, I, I think those are all good points you you bring up. And I think and from like my experiences and your experiences, this is a place that I don't think gets old. I think it's a place that you want to keep returning to. And I don't know, just like like we were saying to like cast away your fear, not your fears, <laughs> your stress and everything, and just relax for a weekend. Just don't think about anything, spend it with friends or family and just enjoy the nature and and the quality time that you have with your friends. Yes, I guess that that's why many people we like to go on week on the weekends to this place. No, it, it makes sense. I wouldn't recommend it to anybody that I know. Maybe Derek could go and <laughs> in the future. He, I think he would enjoy a, a place like this that is full of good food and plenty of activities to do in nature because he likes fishing and everything and obviously Derek loves Mexican food but I think anybody who hasn't been here that's listening to this podcast we would both highly recommend going to this place at least once I think you need the experience yeah at least once but you can go there many times (laughs) maybe more than 10 times I don't know (laughs) very well it was a pleasure uh talking to you about la marquesa and kind of sharing our our experiences and perspectives of this place to to encourage people to visit this this beautiful place yes it, it was my my pleasure talking with you today it just turned up 
Did you just turn on both your mics? Ah, <laughs> okay. okay. It, it was my pleasure talking with you today, my friends. I think it's, it's the end of this episode. <laughs> it's the end already? I feel like we just started talking about this. Oh my gosh. <laughs> These episodes go by so quickly with you. Yeah, time, time flies. When you're having fun. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. As always, I, I don't think we mentioned, but we should have probably talked about this in the beginning. As we mentioned in the last podcast, we have a yeah, it's kind of like a sponsor in a way from from Italki. We we have a code that gets you ten dollars free credits equivalent in your in your currency, ten dollars USD to any currency. And you can use this to learn any language, like as we were joking, maybe Zami's serious. I don't know. Maybe he'll learn Japanese one day. It's possible. I don't know. He's doing English right now and he's doing quite well. So the possibilities are endless. So I highly recommend that site. I may or may not be a teacher on there. You could find me maybe, but there's also other teachers like Katia that you guys have seen. She gives Spanish lessons if you're interested. I give English lessons and there's plenty of languages. If you don't want to learn English or Spanish, you could learn Mandarin, Chinese or Portuguese or French or whatever language you want to learn. Okay. I'm going to take some classes. Of what? Of Italian. Italian. Okay. I like that idea. I like that idea. But as always, everyone, you guys can follow us at all social media. Social, social, social media, social media. What language are you using? Media. <laughs> you guys, you guys can follow us. You guys can, as always, you guys can follow us at all social medias under the sombrero to keep up with us with our latest news and posts. And I think that's all for today. Goodbye, my friends. Man, you don't even want to say who you are. Take it easy, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm Andrew. I'm Sammy. Okay. I'm Get Andrew. this. What, From what, what? Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. From Mexico. All right. See you, everyone. Bye.